Welcome to Tech Talk for Teachers. I'm your host, Paul Beckerman. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. What's in the toolkit? What? What is in the toolkit? What's in the toolkit? Check it out. The topic of today's episode is building student confidence. This past May, we released an Unpacking Education podcast episode featuring Ruby Arun. Ruby is the founder and CEO of the nonprofit organization Mission MathMinds. Ruby and her team at Mission MathMinds have mentored hundreds of students, donated thousands of books, shared inspirational stories of female leaders, and hosted events such as webinars, impersonal gatherings, and even a national conference. If you haven't listened to that episode, you should really check it out. It's amazing. Oh yeah, and did I mention Ruby's a sophomore in high school? Yeah, she's accomplished all of that before the end of her 10th grade school year. Really impressive. And it makes me think about what makes one young person successful like that, while maybe another one might not be. This is obviously a complicated question, and it does not boil down to just one attribute, of course. However, during our interview, I was struck by something Ruby said that appears to have played a really important role in her success. Ruby said, My parents have always taught me, especially my dad, don't be insecure. Confidence is the number one thing that the majority of the world struggles to secure. So if you can get that when you're young, it's going to change your life. These are really powerful words, and they appear to be really working for Ruby too. Unfortunately, not everyone has parents like Ruby, and not all students come to us with the support that they need to build up that confidence. This is one place that teachers can make a huge difference. If we can help students develop a sense of confidence in themselves, we can help set them on a trajectory for success. If you think about it, confidence often leads to greater perseverance. And this makes sense, since students with confidence often also have a positive learning mindset and believe that their hard work will pay off at the end. In fact, this can lead to a positive cycle of self-fulfilling prophecies. Students believe they'll succeed, so they stick with the task until they succeed. This reinforces the feeling that hard work pays off, which motivates the students to work harder again the next time. Success leads to success, and students start to see that their hard work and determination is rewarded. This is what we want for our students. Now, this is a challenging goal to pursue, but there are several ways that we can initiate this cycle of confidence, perseverance, and growth mindset in our classrooms. Let's take a look at three of those ways. Here are your three Here are your free tips. Here are your three tips. Number one, create community and connections. A positive and supportive environment can help students feel safe and accepted. And when students feel this way, they're much more likely to take the risks necessary to learn and grow. When students take risks and are rewarded with this type of success, they'll generally be more motivated to continue taking risks. And more risks can lead to even greater success. Even when they fail, if students are learning in an environment that supports and rewards risk-taking, rather than one that ridicules failure, students will be encouraged to try again. Creating community is the foundation of this type of learning atmosphere. A lot of this community building can be done offline, of course. But there are some ways that technology can be integrated into this process as well. 
One of my favorites is to use a digital form like a Google form or a Microsoft form, and then use that tool to survey the students in your class early on. You can use this to collect interesting information about each student and then put that information into a Quizlet flashcard deck. That deck can then be used to play the game Quizlet Live with your students. Students love this game, and it's really engaging because they have to work in teams to collaboratively answer questions about their classmates. So it's a fun, positive way for them to get to know each other while also working together and developing those relational capacity skills. Number two, we can define students by their strengths and not their deficits. All of our students have strengths and skills, and we should celebrate those attributes. When we praise the successful use of student talent, we reinforce the continued use of those skills. On the other hand, if we only point out failures and shortcomings, students become defined by their deficits rather than their strengths. While we must identify, address, and support academic needs, it's critical that these deficits do not ultimately define the student. When students see their assets first, they gain the confidence needed to carry them through the times when things are hard and they have to relearn something. The survey I suggested using to build the Quizlet Live game can also help you collect insightful information about each student that can help you build them up. Because the survey is private, you can ask students about their learning preferences, their backgrounds, their interests, what support they need to succeed. You can also ask them what makes them feel proud. Maybe even have them list three of their greatest talents. Now, some students will struggle with this, but they'll probably put something down. And if they don't put something down, it's a good reason for you to reach out to them and help them find and define those talents. This can give you helpful insights about each student and tip you off about their attributes. Then when you see these attributes in action, you can reinforce those strengths and complement the student's behavior and their actions. It's a great way to build them up and amplify those assets. And number three, set students up for success. While productive struggle is essential to growth, we want students to ultimately succeed. If they struggle but never succeed, they might give up. On the other hand, struggle followed by success builds confidence and grit. Of course, we don't want to simply lower the bar just so that students can succeed. Instead, we should target the zone of proximal development where students can succeed through hard work. We should keep the rigor high while preloading the learning experience with the skills and knowledge that are essential for achieving success. These scaffolds often include basic concepts, key vocabulary, or prerequisite skills. Preloading these is particularly important if we identify that students have skill area gaps in some of these prerequisite prior learning areas. If you have access to digital dashboards with analytics, those can be really helpful in quickly identifying areas where students may need a little extra support before beginning the tasks that you have for them. When prerequisite skills are learned before they attempt these rigorous tasks, students will be more likely to succeed. So in short, set students up so they're ready to succeed, and then build a culture that both rewards and supports that. As teachers, we all want our students to succeed. We feel their pain when they struggle. We're lifted up right alongside of them when they're successful. If we can help them develop confidence in themselves, we can help them maximize their skills and develop a self-fulfilling prophecy of hard work and success, and the self-fulfillment that comes with that.
While this can and should be done throughout the school year, the beginning of the year can be particularly important for developing this mindset. Set them up at the beginning for success and get them on the right track. To learn more about today's topic and explore other free resources, visit avidopenaccess.org. Specifically, I'd suggest checking out the article titled Accelerate Learning by Empowering Students. And of course, be sure to join Rena Winston and me every Wednesday for our full-length podcast, Unpacking Education, where we're joined by exceptional guests and explore education topics that are important to you. Thanks for listening. Take care and thanks for all you do. You make a difference.